right off the heels of that last entry I just did when it came to um, Halloween ends and the Halloween franchise. And I've also done an entry earlier this month about another franchise, uh, the Puppet Master series, that I really do love. I had in my notes, you know, I try to keep track of all the movies I'm watching and things I want to do entries on. I've mentioned it in other entries before that I have this huge list of films that as I watch them, I make notes of it and I try to do entries as often as I can. I don't often get to do all the entries I want to do, but when I do get the opportunity, I like to make sure that I have something to go off of, films that I have actually seen and sat through. Now, I watched this film earlier this year. And I wanted to do an entry on it, so I figured I would do an entry, again, sort of about the franchise, but this is a franchise I know extremely little about. I was never a big Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, buff. I know more about Halloween than I do Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but what I do know is I know the first film, I know one or two of the recent, the more recent remakes, and now I know this film from this year. So... What I'm essentially going to talk about is this reboot that they that they came out with earlier this year. This, um, I think it's a straight-to-stream version of the film. I think it was a straight Netflix film, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check that really quick. Slasher film. Original. It is the ninth installment of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Uh, done by Legendary Pictures. Distributed by Netflix. Yep. Oh, God. 83 minute runtime. Let I'll get to that in a second, but let's first talk about where where this film is as far as history is concerned. Okay, so the original continuity, the continuity that I'm guessing is slightly owned by I guess you know Legendary Pictures. If you were to go back to the very first um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the mid 70s, that was owned and distributed by. Um, a company that's probably been brought out by now. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, Vortex. I've never heard of that before. However, they didn't need to exist for Texas Chainsaw Massacre to kick off and become this huge phenomenon that it is today. So now, what I'm trying to get at is that there's three... <laughs> there's three continuities that these movies sort of have. <laughs> there's nine films... The original continuity takes takes five of the films. It's the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the mid-70s. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 from 86, which I didn't realize how long of a year, like a long of a gap that was between them. Um, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 from 1990. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation from 95. Then it jumps all the way to this film in 2022. Those five films are all meant to be the same continuity. Now, again, not the hugest fan. I haven't seen the three films in the mi in the middle, so I don't know that continuity all that well. As far as I was concerned, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2022 took place right after the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. So that that's, in my mind, where I was coming from out of this. The other continuity is called... Um, the remake continuity, which was distributed by Platinum Dunes when they were trying to do these films. And how that goes is it goes the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the beginning from 2006 is a prequel to the 2003 remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they did the remake and then they did a prequel to the remake three years after the fact. 
And those are the two films that are part of the, their continuity. Now, there's a Millennium Films alternate continuity. This alternate continuity exists in the realm of the first film. So the 1974 film is right in the middle. There's then the Leatherface movie from 2017, which was this sort of prequel to the whole thing that um, takes place before the 1974 version. And then after that, it's Texas Chainsaw 3D released in 2013. Remember when they tried to really push 3D again before, you know, Disney and Marvel and all them got it sort of right. You know, this was when, like, they were coming out with horror movie after horror movie and just making it 3D. So then there's those three movies. So that's that's the general continuity of these films. So not only are they all over the place, but it's they're not even all connected, which makes the franchise really weird. Like, it's nothing like Halloween. It's nothing like Chucky. It's nothing like... Jason, all of these continuities still sort of exist within themselves. Even if you were to take the Halloween franchise and break it down to the intrinsic details of what what each kind of storyline is meant to kind of connect to, even though they all might not 100% connect, they're still not that far disconnected like this seems to be. And that disconnect is probably why, like, they, it does have its fan base, but I, I, I'm i not the hugest fan in the world. And I'm also seeing here something else that's pretty funny. Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, the one from 20, 2006. <laughs> Michael Bay was a producer on that, and he was also a producer on the 2003 version. That's pretty funny that Michael Bay has Texas Chainsaw Massacre under his wing as as production credit. Uh, I'm digressing now that I'm going deep into the Wikipedia for this. I'm digressing. So let's just talk first about the idea of the original continuity, because that's essentially where this movie I really want to talk about takes place. It's the ending or the ending thus far to the original continuity, which being five essential films that are meant to be the the actual storyline. Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2022. It is... 83 minutes long it is possibly the worst of any reboot or any remake even though it's not really a remake this was sort of them trying to capitalize on what halloween kills did by or even just halloween by trying to create this sequel reboot kind of thing i think they call it a requel this attempt they made is bad it is so so bad the only reason i watched it is because my wife really wanted to my wife is an even bigger horror fan than i am so she made me sort of sit down with this and it is so poorly written it is so badly executed the only shining light is that they get somebody not even the original actress just somebody that looks enough like her who's the final girl in the movie from 1974 and this actress comes in as that person who is returning to the town so she can, like, kill um, uh, the um, Texas Chainsaw guy. I don't even know. Leatherface. I don't know what his actual um, name is besides Leatherface. I don't know if they've ever, like, shown that in any film. Like I said, I'm not that huge of a fan. But she goes there to kill Leatherface. And again, if it was the same actress, 
I would probably be like, okay, I could fuck with that. I don't know who that actress is or where she's been, but I, I would have been okay with that. I would have been like, all right, let's let's get them in here and let's do it. But it's not the same actress. It's not the same actress whatsoever. It's somebody completely different that just looks enough like them to play the role. So you bring in this character to be the the I know everything that I have to do and I can kill this guy. And she dies. She just dies. Like, and she doesn't even die, like, heroically or epically. She's She just gets a chainsaw in the chest. It's just so poorly written that they're trying to capitalize on this idea that they just did not execute well. And even just the premise. Okay, so, okay. For those who may have not seen it yet, here, here's, the, here's the premise for this shit show. These four, like, young 20, 30-something-year-olds buy this town. Swear to God, I'm not even making this up. They buy this entire town because the town is going, like, into, like, foreclosure. Simply because, like, it, like nobody invests in it anymore and all the businesses are kind of shutting, shutting down. So they buy the town and they're trying to, like, get investors to invest in rebuilding the town and making it, like, a traveler's, like, spot to, like, want to visit and actually become something. And so... There is no, again, 83 minutes this film is. If they added another 20 minutes of explaining what happened that led up to them being on the road going to buy this town outright, maybe you would have had a more substantial movie with characters that you actually gave a shit about. But you're just throwing them right in there and you're getting them right in the moment where, like, they're doing the prime thing that's meant to be the plot device of them waking the sleeping giant that is Leatherface. And it's just them kicking this old lady out of the town that they bought because the bank foreclosed on the whole town and the old lady is apparently the the mother of leatherface she passes away because this is like a very stressful thing for her like she's getting kicked out of her home and so that forces leatherface to go on this you know to, to go on this killing spree and that's it. That that's the whole premise of how it starts. And it gets right into him doing all of this killing and there's one really really dumb part where I'm guessing it's meant to be this ploy on like how all these people just have no survival instincts and maybe it's like this social commentary joke on how people like don't take things seriously or aren't serious enough or or can't step up to the plate enough where they bring out all of these people, all the all of these potential investors and they bring them out on a party bus. So now while it like starts to rain in the town, they all go on the party bus. And what happens is that they're all trapped on this tube, you know, that they have no escape and who walks on the bus is Leatherface and he just starts killing them all. There's 30 of you None of you try to team up and, like, maybe try to take him down. None of you, like, are trying to, like, get past him. You're all still trying to jump out of the back of the bus that there isn't a door. It's a party bus. It doesn't have a back door. But you're all still crawling at the walls. <laughs> all of you smart business people who came out here to turn this town around and invest to make it, to make a million dollar business idea out of this town 
None of you thought that maybe there was more of you than there was of him and you might be able to overpower him at least a little bit or try, at least try to escape. No, none of you have any survival instincts whatsoever. No, you're just all going to die. Okay, I guess you're all dead. You're all, you all get to die now. So the, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's poorly written. It's poorly executed. It's bad. From start to finish, it's bad. I don't know if this was meant to be some sort of like, I don't know, ending or some sort of other resurgence of the story. Again, you're talking the last one they did. It was meant to be a prequel and that was five years ago. That's the Leatherface film from 2017. That's the last film. Before that, it was another four or five years and it was Texas Chainsaw 3D. And before that, it was another six years with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. And there's just this these long years and these long gaps in time where they don't make the movie. And they come out with a really bad movie or a movie that nobody really cares about, to me at least. And it's just not good enough. And maybe, maybe it's a licensing thing. I remember... One of the reasons I heard that they came out with that really poor Fantastic Four film um, from like six years ago was because if they didn't come out with a film every certain amount of years, then they would lose the license. That's part of the deal of them having the license for Fantastic Four. Maybe that's what's here. I don't know. What I do know is that this film is not it. As a person who's not even that big of a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise... This is not a film that sh- that should have been the next in line. This should have not be- this should not have been in this history because it is not done well. This is a B level this is a B level slasher movie that should not have the name Texas Chainsaw Massacre anywhere near it. And the fact that it does is kind of disrespectful, especially to the people who are really really big fans of this series. This film is 83 minutes I will never get back again and it's 83 minutes that you should not waste your time on and a really really poor example of any sort of requel or reboot or sequel or anything out there it's not worth it and it's very much gotten its fair share of criticism I'm just another person don't shoot the messenger maybe it has some advocates out there but I'm telling you right now It's got like low 30s and 40s all across the board when it comes to any of its ratings. Uh, Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, nothing puts this film up there as being good whatsoever. I think the best rating it has is like, I think The Guardian gives it 3 out of 5 stars. Which I don't know what moron at The Guardian is watching this film thinking that it's mid-tier 3 out of 5 stars. Like... No, this is not a three out of five stars film. This is very much a one and a half, maybe two out of five stars film. It is not that good, and it's just poorly written. It's poorly executed. I hope this isn't, like, the nail in the coffin for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, because I know it has enough of a following that if it didn't, it would have died out years ago, like many other movies have. Think about the first thing that comes to mind is the Wishmaster series. Any of you know what that is? Yeah. Wishmaster is a really good 1997 or 1998 horror film that has three sequels. Nobody really knows about those three sequels because it went from horror, horror, to I think it's then science fiction, to then action, because they lost the plot. 
this film loses the plot and not for the better. So what a waste of time. What a horrible excuse for what this franchise has given people and really a really, really poor entry into what is the history of probably one of the biggest characters too. Like if you look at any characters lined up when it comes to horror villains, you know, you've got, you've got Pinhead, you've got Freddy, you got everybody. Leatherface is right there. And, and this just kind of, this, this, this doesn't do him justice. And it's really upsetting to think that this is kind of where it is right now. And I don't know if there's any coming back from it.